0: Welcome to Sports Day with Gary Belcher and Scott Sattler, a couple of footy legends covering all things sport for Kia.
1: Kia's open season on now with match-winning deals and red energy for hundred percent Australian electricity and gas. Hello and welcome to Sports Day. You've got Jason Matthews here. Uh, Gary Belcher's on holidays, but it gives me it's a great honor and a great privilege. <laughs> To introduce Satsy, it's in the microphone. Hello, Sats, Scotty Hello. Sattler. I haven't seen you for a couple of weeks because you're you're well about three weeks. You're off on holidays, then you got your gout. Then I was off on holidays for a week, and here we are again, my friend. How are you? Good. It's not gout, as I said last week. While you're away,
4: it's it's more arthritis in my feet. Same When thing. storms are coming, and there has been some parts of the east coast that have been absolutely lashed by big winds and also uh, flooding. And that's why my feet are a really good uh, barometer. But, yeah, no, good to see you again, Jace. It's good to be, uh, you good had to be a week back. off last week. Um, Played some golf. What did you miss? You miss oh, the NRL came out with some new rules.
1: You know what? I love every single one of those, and we're going to talk about it again. Every one of them. I loved all of them. There's okay. not one there I didn't like. Right, yeah. What? Do you think there is one I shouldn't like? No, I think there's one that probably – Probably doesn't need to be introduced. Which anyway. one's that? Is that the is that the drop goal from forty out? Yeah. Why? Because
4: not too many people will try it, and not too many people could really
1: achieve it. I reckon they will. Do you reckon they will. I reckon they will. Mm. I reckon you're down to your final minutes in a game. Um, instead of going for that try, they're going to try it. if they're if they're a point down or it's they're going to have a crack at it, mate.
4: I remember in two thousand and three we played the Broncos at Suncorp Stadium. We beat them thirteen six. And Craig Gow kicked a field goal from right on the 40-meter mark, right smack bang on the line, and it cleared the it cleared the goalpost by another. Know, it would have been 20,
1: 25 meters. It hit this poor kid in the stand, oh flush goodness. right on top of the head with his ice cream in his hand. And, <laughs> hey, do you reckon teams will be practised? They have to be practising that in pre-season now. They
4: yeah, They had to be. Well, it's more the setup. They'll be practising the setup of how to set a a drop goal of that nature uh, because it. You need a little bit
1: more time to be able to drop the ball correctly. And um, Could we see mm. dummy halves passing the ball from 15 metres out to a kicker, 42 out? Could this happen? I've never understood why people dro- kicking a
4: drop goal don't stand directly behind the play the ball.
1: I, I don't get it either.
4: They sit either the side either where side. defenders can come rather than the markers having to try and get round the play the ball. Do you
1: think it makes it a bit obvious that they're going to kick? It doesn't matter. 'Cause then you got, you got you've the still got to,
4: You've still got to take those couple of extra steps to get there. So I like the I'm idea. you am always bewildered by that.
1: I will see no doubt we will see a dummy half pass it from five out to the forty two metre marks so someone can have a pot. No. We won't. You won't? We shan't, we shan't be, be, seeing seeing be that. doing that. <laughs> hey, listen, on today's show, uh, Gavin Robinson joins us ahead of the first test. There's a lot of news around the cricket today. And, boy, we're going to cover it from every angle. I know you're excited about cricket talk, Sats, and we've got plenty of it on the show today. Can um,
4: we not talk about who's going to open the batting for for
1: Queens oh, Australia, we're going we've, to talk about who's going to open the batting for oh. Australia. Well, mate, who, uh, mate, we've got no openers. A month ago, geez, we looked o- strong. 0477-736-736. O- <laughs> Are
4: you sick of cricket already? Oh come on, mate,
1: <laughs> you can't. Doesn't the BBL take the focus away from what we love, which is the Test match cricket? No, but this is the week we talk about. This is like Christmas for Test cricket fans. This is the week of Christmas. We love. Speculated. Do you think He's they should the bat- have
4: organised for Virat Kohli's wife to have her baby in Australia so he can play all four tests?
1: I think Virat Kohli has been selfish, to be honest.
4: Going home? He should have held on. Do you know that w- the morning that his father died, at 3 o'clock in the morning, he was 18 years of age, he was yeah, wow. 65 not out in an innings, and... He went out and played. He went out and played the very next morning, and they said, no, you go home with your family. He said, no, cricket gets in... in uh, my life will never get in the way of my cricket. Obviously, the birth of his child is completely he different. He
1: has mellowed a lot. So you think he? he's selfish? Well, he should have planned it better, don't you think?
4: My sister, like, you know this story. I'm joking, by the way. My my dad didn't see my sister until she was seven weeks old on the 67 Kangaroo Tour.
1: Didn't get home till... This a, is the ugly kid. The ugly baby, yeah. Tell the story, ugly. for those that don't know. She's the ugliest kid ever no, born. No, she wasn't. She was, she was. Who was his roommate? Who was your father's roommate Noel, who said... God Tell rest the story. his soul,
4: Noel, Ned Kelly. Yeah. So my dad got didn't see my sister be born, of course. December 27, she's born. She, he was on the 67 Kangaroo Tour. And anyway, about a few days later, they called it a radiogram, I think it was. They sent over a, 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 the best quality photo they could. A telegram. Something like yeah. that, yeah. Anyway, dad put it proudly on his bedside table in his room with Peter Gallagher and, and Noel Kelly. And Noel Kelly come in after having a night on the on the beers and said, Dad said, look at my baby daughter, my first child, isn't she beautiful? He said, oh, it's the ugliest kid I've ever seen. It's got a pig head on
1: it like its father. (laughs) And then ensued a massive fight, wasn't it? It
4: went toe-to-toe for a while. For a while.
1: Furniture broken, everything. Great story. But she was ugly. I've seen a lot of photos. She was an ugly kid. You can't say that, mate. You well, I can. It.
4: I'm her brother.
1: So Anyway, headaches for the selectors. Who's going to open that up? Were the your batting? kids ugly when they were born? 0477736736. What constitutes an ugly kid? Like, I've got redheads. And you give me about having redheads all the time. They are beautiful, my girls. You're twins. They are beautiful. They kids. are. One of them's lousy at sport, can't play tennis. <laughs> Fifty bucks a lesson. She still holds the racket from the wrong end. One three hundred forty two fifteen thirty three or oh four double seven seven three six seven three six. What are we asking again? Oh, who should open the batting for Australia? Is it Harrison Burns? Should Tim Payne open the batting? as Suggested by uh, Mark War. Or what? What's your suggestion? It's a mess at the top of the Australian order. Chris Nelson has a, a racing Queensland update for us. We'll get to that. But right now, time for sports updates. Mm-hmm.
0: Sports Day Sports Update.
4: Can you make sure your sausage fingers pushes the right button?
1: I've still got a bit of oil and grease from that Chico roll I had five minutes before we came. How about on a air? Chico roll? They're the best. They can't. Don't eat them. start that again. I can't eat them. Oh four double seven seven three six seven three six. Tell Satsy how good Chico rolls do you, are. Do
4: you know? Last week on Twitter, I answered a, a question of our good friend Pete Pasaltis about something about pies. Yeah. And I, I just answered back and said. There's nothing better than a pie with barbecue sauce on it. Tomato what? sauce is overrated. What? Didn't that start a furore? A for what? A furore. What's a? Is that? So tomatoes. People are saying, "Are you kidding? Tomatoes? It's the only thing you can have on pies." No,
1: barbecue sauce is the only sauce you can have. Is the furore like a new A-League team? <laughs> Based in Brisbane. Is that what that is? Um, our sports update support local AustralianMade.com.au. Moses on has been added to the Australian squad for the first Vodafone test against India um, starting Thursday. Um, very interesting, this. Uh, he's been brought in for Abbott. Sean Abbott, because he's out with a, a, a slight calf strain. So. so Abbott's a speed bowler. Of course,
4: Henriques now seems a
1: bit of an all-rounder. Batting all-rounder.
4: Yeah, which does that say that Cam Green won't get a start? No. And Henriques, if they are going to use an all-rounder, like a Shane Watson-like all-rounder, ra- is it going it's to for be
1: He's in for Abbott. Mm. It's, it's, that's what's come from uh, Cricket Australia. Uh, what else was there? Uh, the bouncer. There's been talk about more players are being hit in the head. We had a couple of concussion tests from the Australia A yeah, game. Yeah, but one was while
4: Cam Green, the man we're just speaking about, he was bowling when yeah. he got hit in the head. It had nothing yeah. to do with being a bouncer. It's got everything to do with being six foot six and not being able to bend your oh. back. But the Will Pakoski one, hitting the the front of his helmet and with a lot of force, so much force that it went over the the slips heads. And was two thirds of the way to the to the boundary before they turned and, mm. and chased. So you know, what is concerning is the amount of concussions that Will Pakovsky's had. It's not so much the bouncer. What's his seven now? Nine. Nine. So uh and they're not all from cricket. Um now, of course, this this debate also uh, was raised when the unfortunate passing of Phil Hughes, mm. when he was hit up and around the neck region from a from Sean Abbott, the man we just spoke about, from a, a ball from him. And there was a debate around the bouncer, would it, it? Would teams be instructed by their coaches not to bowl bouncers? And straight away, we knew that was never going to happen when Jofra Archer was coming in at 160k an hour and whistling around people's eyebrows. You know, I suppose the thing that came out of Phil Hughes was the more of the protective equipment.
1: Improvements to the improvements
4: helmet. Improvements to yeah. the helmet. So you know, I think cricket are doing a good job to be able to continue improving the the, uh, the resources that you need to, to be able to handle what would be a, a, a short ball. And I, I suppose there's also the argument, Jace, and I'll throw this up also that I heard at a barbecue over the weekend, they said maybe the tail enders from maybe nine down, you shouldn't be allowed to bowl bouncers to them because when they're, not ba- they're not recognised batters.
1: But if you're a smart bowler, you don't bowl a bouncer to another fast bowler. That's mm. a stupidity because guess what you're going to get back in return?
4: Yeah, true. I'll just
1: bowl a line of length. Mm-hmm. <laughs> here's, a, here's a couple of nice, juicy ones for you. You just look after me, look after you. Mate, I'd, I'd actually argue the fact that more people are being hit in the head than ever before. I mean, we'll talk about this off the air whilst I was eating my chico roll. What about Bodyline? Has anyone not seen the footage from Bodyline? Even the the seventies and the eighties when Tomo and all those blokes were, were were coming into bowl. What about the first five bowlers for the West Indies in the eighties and early nineties? I mean, absolutely.
4: Michael Holding, Whispering Death. Mm. He was. Mm renowned for throwing them up around your your nostrils. So it's never going to go away. It's never going to go away.
1: I think the protocols they have in place for the testing and all that and and the improvements they've made to the helmet, if they can make any more, fine. But I don't think – and limit the bounces. Apparently Cameron Green, because he got hit by
4: an off drive, straight back in his forehead, he's now going to bowl with a helmet on.
1: (laughs) It's a new rule. Why don't bowlers bowl with a helmet on? They should. Make, they should, though. That'll be the new rule. See, you're a thinking man. Should bowlers bowl with a helmet on? 0477 736 736 oh. or one three hundred forty two fifteen thirty three is our phone number. AB, I was watching this on, first of all, Saturday night. I saw the performance from the Australian A team. Their the performance on Saturday night was appalling. Why are they called Australia A when
4: the Australian main team is the A team? No, it's Shouldn't not. they be called Australia no, It's just
1: called Australia. Mm.
4: But they're the best team, so it, they're it, the A team. You know
1: what it should technically be called? Second 11. That's yep. what it should be called. Australia's it. second 11? Australia's second 11. You've got your first 11, you've got your second 11. B That's team. What... No, second.
4: But it's B. Well, B is the second letter in the alphabet. So, anyway, so carry on.
1: So, I don't know if you saw it. 180 runs I scored did, in, in one the session. final session. Yeah, it was that, embarrassing. And, and the bowling was pathetic and... Well, this is what AB had to say about it uh, yesterday on Fox Sports. After what I've got to say, it was one of the worst lethargic performances I've seen in the last session of, of any career. I mean, this is Australia A. Array. Um, they're representing Australia. they the young blokes uh, trying to make their way. Mm. That, that fielding performance, bowling performance, captaincy performance, Not up to
3: disgrace. Not up to scratch. Not up to scratch at all. We'll expand on that throughout the day. We'll uh, talk (laughs) some more about that. And I'm happy for anyone from those guys to come and talk to me about what was going on yesterday afternoon
1: and and stand corrected, but very ordinary stuff. Even in the commentary on Sunday, he went further by saying Kerry's performance as skipper uh, wasn't up to scratch. In fact, he's gone down a few pegs now in his opinion. But he also went on further to to comment about uh, Pat Cummins being rested, Right. Pat Cummins was rested from the uh, the T20s and also I think the third one Day sat because there was a story that he wouldn't see his family for a while. Yeah, and because he played in the IPL and sorry, I understand why you go and play the IPL because it's a lot of money and good on you, it sets you up. But who who gets rested from playing for Australia?
4: I oh, know, I know, and, and the it, quiz-
1: because of the IPL. Do you know sometimes, Jace, in
4: a lot of sports, a lot of high elite sports, um, is that sometimes the physio and, and your, your high-performance unit can be your biggest downfall because sometimes coaches listen too much to the advice of all the GPS and all the data that we get now, he's reached his maximum. You know what? You know your own body better than any technology you're the one that can say whether you've got the ability to go out. But if you've got people that are
1: telling you that your body needs a rest, you'll believe it. He he went on, and this was really interesting. He said, the only time I've known fast bowlers or bowlers not to have a niggle is the opening ball they bowl in the summer. Mm. He said, every bowler I know has had a niggle of some description. And they don't want to be restless. I know times have changed, and I know, I know that the whole data but, tells
4: us that we've got to rest place for has some a, reason. the body's the body, mate. You try telling Merv Hughes and Craig McDermott. You, you go to Merv Hughes and Craig McDermott before a test match and say, we're going to rest you.
1: Yeah, or Dennis Lilly, mm. They'd kill you. Mm. And, uh, and the thing is, if you're not going to see your family for a while, that's a fair argument, and I get that. But Pat Cummins then... Maybe Cricket Australia should, and I'm having to go to Pat Cummins here. It's not all his call, by the way. They they should say to him, "Listen, mate, you better cut your IPL short, because we're not resting you from the Australian cricket team." Exactly, exactly. So, cut cut your IPL short. You know, take the last three weeks off from that. Instead or of
4: earning 1.8
1: million, to just pay a, maybe 1.5. Yeah, and then you know, just do, just do by with that. You know, so anyway, very interesting stuff. Hey, let's get on to rugby league. Um, Gordon Tallis, is it true that he's possibly going to end up at Red Hill and and help Kevy out with the Broncos?
4: Well, we know that when Anthony Seabold was there, that um, a lot of the old boys, well they've been, they've been a real trailblazer in the NRL, NRL the Broncos, when it comes to embracing the old boys newcastle another side that really embrace the old boys and having a a, a a big involvement with the team a lot of the time the the last training session on a friday or a saturday they have a barbecue the mm. old boys would come in the old boys would would, would also uh, control the barbecue as well and just give them a chance to talk to the younger players not tell them how to play but it's just good being around the history of the club and gordy's is one player that Feels as though that he's always been welcome at the club, but but the way the Broncos have been going and the way they were going under Seibold, the old boys were pushed to a side. So he's an ambassador for the Gold Coast Titans. Very good, gets on very well to Rebecca Frizell, the Frizzell family, or the owners, or one of the owners. But he has said to Kevy Walters that I'm always there to help him. And Kevi are very close. Mm. Kevy's asked him to play a role in the in the Broncos, whatever it may be. Whether he's, these very young forwards get a chance to to talk to Gordy on a. Regular basis, so I hope it happens. You know, he revealed on the weekend. The Gordius said that he wants to come back and help. So I hope that does happen.
1: All right. Um, the whole Jack DeBellin and the the no fault stand down policy um, is is floating around at the moment. Big news. A lot of a lot of debate around this. Sats. Um, well, where, where do you stand, Jason? I wouldn't mind getting the the listeners' view on this. O
4: four double seven seven three six seven three six. The no fault policy. Yep. The NRL said it's not going anywhere. They proved last year in court when it was fought by the players' association that it shouldn't it shouldn't be introduced into the game. They've argued otherwise. So.
1: You're right there, mate. Just.
4: You're right. Seven a cough. Uh, they argued otherwise, and they they won that the NRL. They were allowed to keep it implemented into the game. Yeah, the trial from Jack on the other day, obviously jurors couldn't come to a decision. Can you take over for a second? <laughs> yeah,
1: sure, mate. Sure. And it's come back now that um <laughs> that it's something that it's rearing its ugly head again. Sats is just having a drink of water there. Oh, sure. But Sats, I I'm gonna throw something to you. Yes, the the jury couldn't come to a decision and then he'll have a oh, you're right, mate. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry if you're having sorry. a chico roll or a pie with tomatoes. No, because sort of that tr-
4: because that trial, the, the jury couldn't come to a decision, yeah. it may go to trial again. We don't know yet. Well, hasn't the date been set in well, April? Yeah, but the NRL is saying, no, we're still not allowed to play. Right. So what I'm saying to the to the listeners, should the no-fault policy stand, stay in the game, and more so, should it, should it still stand when it comes to to Jack DeBellum when a jury now has, hasn't has been able to come to a, a decision. Should he be allowed to train again with the Dragons? Or oh, is training. Should he be allowed to play again until his next trial? Now, I'm not saying whether he should or shouldn't. I like the no-fault no policy. And, of course, some of the conditions around that is if, if the punishment is in and around 11 years yep. punishment, imprisonment, that's when they'll, they'll put in the, the no-fault policy based on the charges. So I don't know. Listeners, oh four double seven seven three six seven three six. Seeing the jury couldn't come up with a decision, should the no-fault policy still stand for Jack DeBellan? What
1: are the the players don't want it to be? Do they?
4: Uh, there. you know, A lot of the players don't care because they feel as though they'll ne- never get themselves in a position to be charged with something. Yeah, so
1: yeah, yeah, okay, fair enough. All right, mate. Well, you go off and have a have another cough and 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 drink my water. Moving along to other things. Uh, Mark Guy has called on storm legend Cameron Smith to stop beating around the bush and make a decision on his future so that the game can move on. I agree with this. I was just sitting down with my wife the other day, and she's going, he still hasn't made a decision on on what he's doing? And I said, no. She goes, aren't they training again now? And I said, yes. Because he had a long season and because of his age – yeah, He would be allowed to start a little bit later anyway. Yeah, but, but what about the team training, though, Sats? This has got to be disruptive to the Melbourne Storm at this stage. I don't care if he plays no, on or he doesn't. He's not play. going
4: to Melbourne. We know that. And and one of their, their uh, owners came out last week and said, he's played his last game with the Storm. Right. It's a matter of whether he retires or he plays for the Gold Coast or the Brisbane Broncos. Who do you think he's going to play with? I've always thought he's going to retire, especially after winning a premiership. He's, he says his body feels great. And we, we've heard all... Yeah, everything about how he feels great, and how he could keep playing. But when you win a comp, it's the perfect time to yeah. to ride off into the sunset. The longer this is going on, Jase, I feel as though that I feel as though that he's going to play for the Gold Coast Titans. Really? They still they still believe they they can release one or more players, one or two players. They've got to find a minimum of about eight hundred thousand for him uh, for one year. But the longer it goes, it makes me believe that he's he's already told the club that he's going to be coming back to training, possibly in the new year, because clubs can't hold on to that much money out of their salary cap for too long. So the yep. longer it goes, I feel as though now that – and I hope I'm right. I hope he does retire. But I feel as though that the longer it goes, a club, whatever club that is, Gold Coast or Brisbane, a club – has money set aside knowing that he's coming back to training and that's why there's no decision.
1: Well, Kevy two weeks ago said there's still going to be more decisions on his playing roster based around what Cam Smith's going to do.
4: Well, and that's interesting because many have said Cam would never go to the Brisbane Broncos because they didn't rate him as a 17-year-old. The Melbourne Storm were the first club to come in contact when he missed out on the under-17s Queensland side. But then the Broncos, when Melbourne, they heard Melbourne were interested in him, Mel, Brisbane all of a sudden showed some interest.
1: Yeah.
4: Now, it'll either if he doesn't play for the Gold Coast and he does play for Brisbane, it'll be to to scratch an itch, to tick a box because he followed the Broncos growing up, his entire career, his whole, entire childhood, I should say. Or does he say, I'm not going to go to Brisbane because you didn't rate me so many years ago? Got property on the Gold Coast. Yeah, at the back of uh, the hinterland, Benogan. Nice mm. little place on the Gold Coast. So, mm, Interesting. It's either retirement or the Gold Coast Titans, I really believe, Jace.
1: All right, Sats, I want to finish our sports update before we uh, go to a break and, and chat to Gavin Robinson about the Australian cricket team. Uh, Australian pop star, this is big news, Australian pop star Cody Simpson <laughs> says he's qualified for the Olympic trials for the national swimming team. That's great news. 100-metre butterfly. Who's Cody Simpson?
4: He's a, well, if you ask... Your daughters would know who Cody Simpson is because he's—he's he's a well, he's a singer. He's a one of the new age. He's sort a pop, of star. pop star,
1: you know, and, and all the young he's young old, girls so. love him. Well, mate, he uh, until recently he was Miley Cyrus's boyfriend. He was too, yeah, But, mate. She swings like a barn door, so we don't know. Well, you know, she... Officially or no? What? I don't know. <laughs> no, 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 but she's, yeah, she, she's had... Oh, how do I say this nicely? You've got yourself in a real picket. <laughs> I don't know. Him. Anyway, move on. He could be uh, in the trials for the Australian Olympic. Would he be interested in that or would he rather but, be just be a, a singer? No, I was watching some training that he was doing. He looks, looks fit. He's ripped, isn't yeah. he? Yeah. Uh, look for the green and gold Aussie made logo. Mate, can you get out of the studio? Hey, you before you, got, you go, Lou and and from and and Black Butt, yep. Mince
4: Pies... Yeah. I said mince pies are the most overrated Christmas food last week. What? Yeah, mince pies, no tomato sauce, no Chico Rolls, and now cricket. Where does it stop, Sats? You, There's a fair chance of Lou from Black Button Eye and not sitting down and having lunch, dinner, or watching any sport anytime soon. You are miserable.
1: You know that. I'm not miserable you at all. You are miserable. are not allowed to have fun. Mince pies are great. No, name. overrated. Oh, they're the best. Overrated. Look for the green and gold Aussie-made logo to be sure it's authentically Australian-made. This is Sports Day for Kia's Open Season. On now with match-winning deals. When we come back, Gavin Robinson joining us on Sports
0: Day. You're listening to Sports Day. Have your say by dropping badge and sats a text. 0477 736 736. That's 0477 736 736. This is Sports Day. We'll be right back. Spicy mate. We're back. This is Sports
1: Day for Kia. Kia's open season on now with match winning deals and red energy for 100% Australian electricity and gas. Uh, welcome back to Sports Day. Scotty Sattler and Jason Matthews here tonight. Uh, time to catch up with the bloke who you're here calling the cricket this summer. We love him. Uh, Gavin Robertson is uh, joining us on the phone now. Uh, it's important to buy Australian right now as well, Sats. Uh, Robbo, welcome to Sports Day. Hello, Jace, Hello, Sats. Hey, Robert. Can I before we start talking about cricket?
4: Do you like mince pies around Christmas time?
2: Oh, God. Oh no! I used to be completely addicted to sausage rolls and pies because I went to Macquarie Boys High School. <laughs> but uh, mate, once I once I got rid of this golf ball in my head, I just became a veggie. Oh really? So I'm oh. A salad and vegetarian and and yeah, it's unbelievable. Well, we won't take you Food through bananas. the conversation.
1: Mate, the the conversation we had pre-show was how to cook a um, what are those steak. tomahawk steak. Tomahawk steak. So I won't invite oh, you to yeah. talk about that. Oh, no. But I oh, gave no. oh, mate three minutes each side on super yeah. hot, and take it off, then slice it up. Listen, maybe our listeners have some thoughts on that one three hundred forty two fifteen thirty three yeah. or oh four double seven seven three six seven three six. How do you cook a tomahawk? How how is it? You
2: gotta Robbo? be. Yeah. Yeah, not too bad. Yeah, um, yeah. But going off what you're saying, three minutes each side. You got to love a bit of blood too. So that's yeah, you got to happy with it all. Ripper taunts off, wipe yeah, its no, I'm go- ass. Dad, I'm going used to okay, say. boys. I'm going okay. I just um, I go every ten weeks and spend a day at Broad North Shore, which is good because they're really good people down there. And and I listen to Hughie a lot. Mark Hughes has been bloody great, and I uh, got some good people there. So I really just keep ticking along, mate, bit by bit.
1: Good to hear, Robbo. Hey, listen, this test team, um, a month ago it looked rock solid. No problems. Um, yeah. getting ready to take on India. Jeez, we've got some problems at the top of the order now. How should it look come Thursday at the coin toss?
2: Uh, well I think if we if we're playing anyone else other if we're playing anyone else other than England or India, we might take a few risks, but I don't think we're going to. I think we're just gonna stay with Joe Burns and Marcus Harris, only because we know they've been there before, and they've got experience, and they'll be able to handle the pressure. And we're going to say to them, "Okay, we've lost Warner and Pukowski. It's now up to you. Can you handle it? You've got, you've been to war before as a, as a test match opening batsman. Can you go and do it for us?" And I actually do believe they'll do pretty well.
4: You talk about it's interesting you say about not taking too many risks. Robbo would Cam Green be classed as a risk leading into this first test?
2: Uh, it all depends. I, I, I haven't seen enough of his um, when he got hit on the head and how he's coped with that. So I don't know where he's at, but I think he will, he will be our number six. I think this is the first time where our, our only risk is that we think he's a really aggressive and, and talented player. And he also can back himself and I think he's going to be perfect to start at six and then he'll be our our extra bowler. But Mm. I think anyone who's bowling 140 kilometres an hour is a lot more than an extra bowler. So I think that, you know, I I think he's going to play that test. He'll he'll play the test match and he'll be the the new player in.
4: How serious do you think, Robbo, the selectors were going to take the Australia A versus India match when it came to selections?
2: I think the first uh, Australia A-India game was more about uh, getting a guide on Burns and a few others Uh, the second one was really just about you know having a bit of practice of pink ball day night game because you know we don't play a lot of it so it's fair enough that every time they do that it gives them a bit of a an understanding of what it's like Um, I definitely think the first game was very important and it's also been an overall chance for our selectors to get a, a look at some players that they wanted to uh, Sean Abbott's a good example so a, there there was a bunch of them that they just wanted to look at also but India were desperate around having that day night practice game also
1: I was going to say that Robert. that was probably more for India's benefit than than Australia's benefit when you look at the two teams um what are you yeah. on that first game what what did you think you know being an offer yourself what do you think of Swepson's performance is he is he up to the standard uh, to play against teams like India or do you think he needs a bit more
2: time and shield no, he's good enough. He's definitely good enough. So what, where we are a little bit ripped off with regard to um, playing two spinners would be Adelaide because it's if Adelaide was a, a day game, I think we would actually think of going in with both Nathan Lyon and Swepson. Uh, we may do it in Sydney, but Sydney's such a good wicket these days that I just don't think it's, it's the big turner it once was. We keep carrying on about it, but it's just not. Um, to be honest, I, I've had a look at Sydney over the last four or five years, and it is an amazing wicket. Nothing like what it was in the 80s and 90s, even the early 2000s. I mean, you you literally, as a bowler, mate, you've got to take your E-tag out there because it's like any, it's the M5, M7, M2. It's that that much of a road. So Mm. I I feel for Swepson. I really like him. Um, But uh, to play two spinners, I think it's got to be more so about touring Pakistan, Sri Lanka, or India. So I don't think it'll happen that much
1: when A B teed off on uh, nearly everything uh, <laughs> during his commentary of the Australia-India game. There's something I thought he said, um, Robbo, that I thought was really interesting, and it's about resting players, and Pat Cummins being given time off after returning from the oh, yeah. IPL. I, I actually thought this was really interesting, and the more I thought about it, and we were talking about it just before, why, why wouldn't Pat Cummins, and, and I, I know what the answer is because it's money, Shouldn't a player like that cut their IPL short so they play all games for Australia rather than play all the IPL and be rested from playing for Australia?
2: Well, this is a problem cricket has now. So you've got an employee that pays you 2 or $3 million, be it India, the IPL, and players are always going to go for the bigger coin, yet they play for Australia and earn a million dollars. But here's my point, and I've said this a little bit of late, and i and I don't know. Like, if I said to you, all right, at the end of your career, you're going to get $10 million or you'll be worth $15 million, right? But you might not own legacy. So you've only played, you know, IPL and, you know, T20 cricket and stuff like that. But I bet players like Cummins and Hazelwood and Stark and Smith, et cetera, et cetera, I think if you said, all right, boys, I want you to play... 10 one-day internationals for me this summer. I want you to play six T20 internationals, and I want you to play six tests. I bet deep down, in heart of hearts, they all want to play all of those international games. And I guarantee you, there's no way in the 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s, you know, 2000 to 2010, would you ever have got a player to, oh, I'll have a break here, I'll have a rest. Mm. No way would an Australian cricketer give their position up, because... Like you know, like in any any sporting team an AFL team or a rugby league team, you give your position away someone else can take it, and these days it doesn't seem to be like that
4: he's been thrown up as a potential captain if Tim Payne is injured at any stage. does that question his ability to be a' well, have the C next to his name if he, if IPL is going to play a major part in his his career
2: uh, look I, that's i can 't think of. At the moment, I can't think of a a, a captain who was the bowler. I suppose Richie Mm. Benham. Miller, I
4: think Miller was.
2: Yeah, yeah. Mm. But, I mean, you're right. You know, we're going a long way back, aren't we? And for some reason, bowlers don't seem to get the gig. Is Pat Cummins good enough? Yeah, he is. I actually do think Nathan Lyon would be good enough. But for some reason, they're... They don't seem to be looking there, and I think it's got a lot to do with Nathan perceived to be a very nervous player before a test match. That's got a hell of a lot to do with how focused he is, but I actually believe he would handle the role quite well. Cummins would do a great job, so I've got no problem with that. But I bet you, um, you know, I just can't see them giving a bowler a chance. I really, I really can't.
1: All right, Robbo, I could talk to you for hours about cricket and, mate, appreciate your time today. Look forward to hearing you call the cricket throughout summer. Gavin Robinson, thanks for joining us on Sports Day.
2: Take care, boys. Happy Christmas. Thanks,
1: Robbo. You too, mate. Thank you. Look for the green and gold Aussie made logo to be sure it's authentically Australian. Mate, he's good, isn't
4: he? Yeah, he's good. He had I an interview the other day on Talking Sport with uh, Steve Waugh, who they're very close, been yep. mates for many, many years. They had him for an hour. Yeah, nice. Oh, the insight to Steve War was like sitting at a bar, just having a natural chat with him was
1: amazing. And good to hear he's uh, he's doing okay as well. Yeah. This is Sports Day for Keyes Open Season. On now with match-winning deals. We're going to continue with the theme of cricket shortly. Um, we're going to give our thoughts on who should open the batting for Australia and a few other things floating around today. This is Sports
0: Day. You're listening to Sports Day. Have your say by dropping badge and sats a text 0477 736 736. That's 0477 736 736. This is Sports Day. We'll be right back.
2: We're back. This is Sports Day for Kia.
1: Kia's open season on now with match-winning deals and red energy for
2: 100% Australian electricity and gas.
0: Now on Sports Day, it's time for our hot topic. For expert car air conditioning service you can rely on, visit repcoservice.com.
1: Love to get you involved. one 15 33 or shoot us a text, 0477-736-736-SATS. Let's go over the new NRL rules that came out late last week. You ready? I want yep. your yays or nays on this, mate. 40-metre mm-hmm. field goal. Nay.
4: Don't oh. like it. I, I, I mean... If you put it in there, put it in there, but I don't think – it's a little bit like the 2040 this year. No one really attempted it. I think many will attempt it, but I love a, it. a few of my friends have been saying, we, what are we, Rugby Union? Um, but I, I don't think – Well, you know, no,
1: because then it'll be three points.
4: I think there'll be plenty of attempts. I don't think there'll be much success. Play the ball as opposed to scrums. The so ball over the sideline. so mm. it's a play the ball. Like it. Yeah, really like, like it. it. Now, good. people keep saying, oh, but hang on, you can attack from the scrum. You take – you know." Six players out of the defensive line. People talk about attacking from the scrum, but not many teams do it. So take the scrums away. I, I like it.
1: Penalty uh, for teams if they leave a scrum before a referee calls break.
4: Well, yeah. It depends how, how strict they're really going to be on it um, because I think there's still going to be players that will get a head start and try and get out of the, the lock position defensively to try and break early. So it'd be interesting how... How that's how that's governed.
1: Um, uh, if the referees award a try, it'll be reviewed by the bunker automatically. While the players line up to take it, no kick. brainer. I think it's an absolute. Well, it
4: effect. gives a little bit of it gives a little bit of ownership back to the referees, where they can actually give a try rather than sit there and, l- and watch so and many they
1: replays. That. They tried that
4: in a couple of games that weren't affected uh, with finals. So, all in all, I don't mind it. A lot of people are sort of saying, "Why do we have to keep changing it?" Well. There are some saying is the game going to be too quick and that players will be
1: too fatigued. That's what we want. We want fatigue. They will review the ones that are sent up to the bunker that are no-try though, I believe. Yes, they will. Yeah, okay. Absolutely. Um, I love this one because teams were exploiting this rule. Injured players will be interchanged if a trainer asks for a play to be stopped. Yes. I love it.
4: Now, it's, it's, going, to be, it's going to be interesting to see how this one plays out because trainers have got to make a really strict decision there and then an urgent decision about is it worthwhile calling the game or do I, do I not call the game and throw him back into the fray, into the action when he could face possible serious, serious injury. But if they call the game, they've got to leave the field for a minimum of two minutes.
1: But isn't the doctor reviewing the footage on the sideline anyway? Well,
4: that's only a head knock. Right, okay. Yeah. Okay.
1: Um, what else was there? Oh, the, uh, When a captain's challenge is inconclusive, the team will not be docked for any unsuccessful. Yeah, def- so oh, I think that's
4: fine. Yeah, I think so as well. I mean, we're always talking about each, they should have one per half, but this gives the ability to... There are some. There is some footage that is, is inconclusive. I think we're making a decision um, saying, based on the footage, it's inconclusive, so we're going to go with the referee's call.
1: So, I, I think this is getting a little bit too nitpicky, and I'd like to see how this is explained. A handover will be ordered when a player does not make a genuine attempt to play the ball correctly with their foot.
4: So, you don't have to, the foot doesn't have to touch. Your foot just has to have some sort of movement like you're making an attempt to play the ball. I've. It's a bit. Do you know what? If the ball rolls back and it's clean, yeah, I'm happy. I, I'm just happy play yeah. on. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But, I, I mean,. They want to keep some sort of tradition in the game, that is playing the ball with the foot or making some sort of attempt. So So a natural handover straight away
1: as opposed to a, a scrum. So we've got all those rule changes and nothing about putting the ball in straight in a scrum. Are there any scrums left? There will be a scrum from a knock on. Oh there you go. Yeah. Can we put the ball in straight? I want the referee to feed it. Oh God. That Imagine will be that. straight then. Do they penalize themselves for an incorrect feat? <laughs> Will they do that? And the
4: old style front rollers are used to kick the halfback's shins <laughs> yeah, right. before they... They'll be kicking the ref. They'll be kicking the ref, <laughs> yeah.
1: All right, that's our hot topic. You'll be blown away with uh, car air conditioning with the service at Repco Authorised Service. Book at repcoservice.com. Hey, what are your thoughts on the rule changes? one three hundred forty two fifteen thirty three 42 15 33 or 0477-736-736. This is Sports Day for Kia's Open Season. On now with match-winning deals. When we come back, uh, we'll have a Racing Queensland update with the man who chickened out and playing golf with me uh, last week, plus our good, bad, and ugly from the weekend on Sports Day.
0: You're listening to Sports Day. Have your say by dropping badge and sats a text. 0477 736 736. That's 0477 736 736. This is Sports Day. We'll be right back.
1: We're back. This is Sports Day for Kia. Kia's open season on now with match winning deals
2: and red energy for 100% Australian electricity and gas.
0: Now on Sports Day. Time for a Racing Queensland update. Queensland is racing. Visit racingqueensland.com.au. The man who
1: was too scared to take me on a golf last week while I was up on the lovely <laughs> Sunshine Coast, he snubbed me. Chris Nelson, hello mate.
3: How are you, Chase? Yeah, unfortunately, work <laughs> commitments uh, got in the way of golf. We can't all play golf uh, three or four days a time. week. But yeah, I uh, know, I'm, I'm glad.
0: Sorry.
3: <laughs> I'm glad you had a good time, and let me just say, I'm glad you came last week and not this week, as you would not be playing any golf.
1: Uh, you're right there, mate. Absolutely right. Yeah, let's get on to our uh, racing Queensland update. What's going on in racing this week?
3: Well, racing this week in Queensland, we kick it off at uh, at Cairns tomorrow. Then we go to Eagle Farm, which raced so well. Our uh, first meeting back off a 10-week break on Saturday. We raced there on Wednesday afternoon. Ipswich Thursday and a big day Friday. We've got Rockhampton and Sunshine Coast uh, will be having a meeting in the evening. So there's an extra couple of races at the Sunshine Coast because of the washout yesterday. So a bumper card on Friday at the Sunny Coast. Gold Coast Saturday and, of course, the main meeting this weekend in southeast Queensland on Saturday will be Doombin. And the features there are the listed gold edition plate for the three-year-olds, and, of course, the listed Loch Stakes for the open-class sprinters as the carnival just gets better week in, week out.
1: Yeah, can't wait. Culminating in that big Magic Millions Day, uh, January 16. Radio Chris, for the latest Queensland Racing News, meetings and form, visit racingqueensland.com.au. Get racing, gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. We'll catch you tomorrow, mate.
3: I look forward to it. Thanks, Jason.
0: Now on Sports Day, it's time for Badge and Sats. The good, the bad, and the ugly. Yeah, let's get stuck straight
1: into this, shall we? Satsy, who's your good, bad, and ugly from the weekend? My good is
4: a uh, story that came out from Penny, about Penny Terrapo, the tearaway front row for the Parramatta Eels, who was forced into retirement uh, last year uh, due to his battles with epilepsy. Uh, the Parramatta Eels had said, yeah, we need to set you up with life after football. And so what he's done... Jay, and listeners, if no one had seen the stories, he's opened up his own butcher shop oh, in nice. Campbelltown. He yeah, nice. um, started to, to learn the trade towards uh, towards the end of his time, and uh, a really good player, one of the hardest runners I've seen in rugby league. And it's called Homie's Butcher. Nice. So it's a really good story about uh, about his his pathway.
1: Mm. Lovely. Uh, my good is um, Benny McDermott and Jack Wildermuth, who both uh, scored hundreds yesterday for Australia A. Some promising. Efforts from uh, the Australian batsmen. Um, but unfortunately, my bad is from that same game, Australia A versus India. My bad is just Australia A's performance. Australia B performance, yep. Yeah, It's just shocking. Mm. Whilst I'm at it, shall I give you my ugly as well? Yeah. Same game. <laughs> um, Kerry, Alex, Kerry. But you're
4: only running... As captain. As mate. captain. You're only saying that on the back of Alan Border's comments. No,
1: nah, you watched Did that. you identify that
4: before Alan Borda's During that last comment?
1: session, mm-hmm. I, I thought... <laughs> this is it was leadless. Anyway, quickly, you go.
4: Uh, my bad is too much cricket.
1: Oh, that's a bit rough. yeah. Especially it's after your good, season. bad, ugly. Yeah, right.
4: My ugly is uh, West Coast Fever in the um, the National bar, uh, Netball. Yeah, they've been fined three hundred k. Wow, one hundred fifty thousand has been suspended, deducted twelve points, which is equivalent to three games for next year because they uh, breached the salary cap. Oh no! Yeah.
1: All right, this
0: is Sports Day for Kia. You're listening to Sports Day. Have your say by dropping badge and sats a text 0477 736 736. That's 0477 736 736. This is Sports Day. We'll be right back.